Welcome to Soul Spark with Sarah Godfrey. I'm Sarah. I'm so happy you're here with me. My desire with this podcast is simple. It's to ignite something in you so you feel a little more free to connect with yourself, with others, and with your life. Today, we're talking about the power of beliefs. So if you've been following me for a while, I'm going to share a story that you might have heard, but I promise it does not hurt to hear this again. So when I was in college, at probably the one of the lowest points of my life, I had a very defining moment. I was sitting in a religion class between two of my friends, and oh, that time of my life was rough. Okay, had an eating disorder, but I wasn't owning that yet. I was suffering from depression, anxiety. I had taken a break from school because things were just too hard and I just felt so lost and overwhelmed. I was not even employed at the time. So I was basically just doing nothing with my life because I was so miserable and unhappy And I honestly believed that I was going to screw up my entire life, that I was going to make a big mess out of it. So I'm sitting there in my religion class, and the teacher gets up, Scott Anderson. That man, he changed my life just with this simple thing that he said. He got up, and he said, I'm going to put my lesson away today because some of you have beliefs about yourselves that are making you unhappy. And we need to talk about that. Oh, I can't even tell you what that experience was for me. I sat there taking notes, just soaking in everything he said, crying, you know, sitting between two friends. They have no clue what's going on inside of me, but they could see the tears. And I was crying because I finally felt a glimmer of hope. A glimmer of hope that maybe the reason I wasn't happy wasn't because I wasn't good enough. The reason that I wasn't happy was actually because I believed I wasn't good enough. It changed my life. And not just back then, 15 years ago, when I actually reached out for help and went to therapy and got over my eating disorder and worked hard in college and pulled my grades up and graduated and all of the things that came after that. No, like that moment still changes my life to this day. When I come up against an issue and I cannot seem to overcome it, I step back I take a look at things and I can see so clearly that it is often because of something that I believe. Because here's the thing. We always try to change our lives by changing our actions. Where we go, oh, I'm going to go to the gym this many times and I'm going to lose this weight and I'm going to make this much money. It's all about our actions. But then here's the problem. If we don't change our beliefs, 
none of those actions stick. We always revert back to living in line with whatever beliefs we have. Now, beliefs are simply just something that we tell ourselves enough that we think it's true. But that doesn't mean that it is true. Our beliefs shape our lives. The way we act is because of what we believe. It's simple. If I believe that I can't take care of myself and be a good mom and take care of my children at the same time, my life's going to look like that. Yeah? Do you see where this is going? If I believe that I have to have a certain amount of money in order to feel worthwhile, my life's going to look like that. And here's the problem. When we set conditions on things, we constantly have to move the goalpost, right? If we say, oh, I'm going to weigh this many pounds and then I'll finally feel worthwhile. And then we get there to that goal and we don't feel worthwhile. So then we think, oh, the problem probably is just that I didn't lose enough weight. So we move the goalpost farther away and then we try to lose that weight. Or we try to have this much money saved up instead. Do you see where I'm going with this? That we we move the goalpost, okay? The problem with our beliefs is that when we set conditions on what we need to be in order to feel worthwhile and lovable is one of two things, okay? The first one is that we don't meet those goals and we don't feel lovable and worthwhile. Okay, the second one, like I've just said, we either move the goalpost because we have met it and we don't feel different or we are so scared we're going to screw up, okay, where I'm like, oh, my worth is dependent upon my grades. I got to get an A in order for me to feel worthwhile. So then I work and I work and I work and I got to keep those A's, otherwise I'm going to lose my sense of worth. That's a problem. And it's not the A's. It's the beliefs that are the problem. Okay? So how do you know if you have a limiting belief? Well, simple question. Do you set conditions on being good enough? On being a good enough mom, a good enough wife, a good enough husband, employee, a good enough friend? a good enough person? Do you have a list of things in your head that maybe you're not even aware of that you've put on yourself? Do you have conditions on feeling like you're good enough, on feeling like you're worthwhile, on feeling like you belong? Those reflect your beliefs about yourself. And the crazy thing about beliefs is not only do they shape our lives and that they affect our actions, but they become self fulfilling prophecies. Okay, to to teach this, I'll tell you another story. So I grew up with a friend. We were friends like from childhood all the way through college, into marriage, into like starting our families. Okay, and one day she just cut me out of her life and I was devastated. 
Okay. And instead of being in a place where I could see that that was a choice that she made for herself, I believed that something was wrong with me, that I must have done something wrong. And what's even worse is that I came to the conclusion that because someone who knew me that well didn't want to know me anymore, that most likely that meant nobody wanted to know me. That because one person didn't want to be my friend, most likely nobody wanted to be my friend. So I started living my life like that, believing that nobody really wanted to know me and be my friend. And guess what? It was a self-fulfilling prophecy. During those years where I struggled to let go, to grieve, to acknowledge what had happened and realize that it was just something she chose for her life, for herself, I believed that something was wrong with me and that no one wanted to be close to me. And I didn't have any close friends during that time. Honestly, I was so lonely. But then here's the crazy thing. And this is where I hope you learn from me and don't take so long to change what you believe. Because when I saw what was happening and I challenged that belief, things changed. I realized as I was challenging this belief that I actually had way more control over the situation of what I was going through right then than I realized. I was sitting in church one day and I was like, man, no one sits by me. I'm so lonely. Someone came and sat next to me. And I found myself literally trying to pull myself as far away from her while staying in my seat as possible. My whole body pulling away. (laughs) And I caught myself doing this. I was like, oh my gosh, no wonder nobody sits by me. (laughs) Right? I was pulling away from her. I was pulling away from everybody because of what I believed. Okay? And that, again, was a turning point. I realized I am believing something about myself that is making me unhappy. So I started to change and be like, hmm, what if I lived my life as if people did want to be my friend? Like, what if that was true? And so I decided to challenge what I had believed for so long, the thing that was hurting me. And you guys... Oh my gosh, everything changed. I started opening up because I believed that I could and that people wouldn't hurt me. I started opening up more. Everybody, I had so many people comment on like, something's changed. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Something has changed. But people started coming. I started having more friends. I started being more happy. I don't feel lonely anymore. Okay. And it's not because the world outside me changed. It's because I changed my beliefs. And by changing my beliefs, I started changing how I felt, how I acted. And that self-fulfilling prophecy changed completely. So here's the truth. You have way more power than you know. And a lot of it is tied simply to what you choose to believe about yourself. What do you choose to believe about yourself? When you start to recognize that you are setting conditions on being good enough or 
that you have a belief that is making you unhappy, I want you to ask yourself, how's this serving you? (laughs) Not just if it's making you unhappy, but like what else is this belief doing to your life? What is it doing to your life? How is it affecting how you act? How is it affecting how you feel? How is it affecting what you are inviting into your life? Because guess what? All of it is a choice. Now, the tricky thing, I, I get this. Even when we can identify like, I believe that I have to fix X, Y, and Z in order for me to be lovable. And I know that's making me unhappy and it is not doing any good in my life. Here's the tricky thing. You honestly believe that that's true, right? You're like, okay, I can tell it's making me unhappy, but I believe that it's true because you've probably collected plenty of evidence to support that belief. I know that's how it's always worked for me. I'm like, well, maybe it's making me unhappy, but like there's no other way around it because it's actually the truth. (laughs) Oh, that's why beliefs are so powerful because we believe them, right? So here is what has worked for me as I continuously go through, check in on my beliefs about myself, and as I try to live differently. Here's what has happened for me that's helped. I live as if that good thing actually was true instead. So like I said before, I believed like no one wants to be my friend. Okay, but I was like, what if I lived as if people did want to be my friend? What if I lived as if I'm lovable, even though this is how much I weigh? What if I believe that my efforts are good enough, even though this is how much money I'm making right now? How would you live if you were already good enough and you honestly believed that? How would you live? How would you parent your children? How would you talk to other people? How would you do your work? Just in theory, even if it just starts as like a idea, something that like maybe perhaps, how would you live if all those good things were true? And then you just do it. You live as if it was. And here's what I've learned. At first, it is a fight, right? It is a battle. It is terrifying and vulnerable and scary to let go of all those conditions we've set on being good enough and lovable and worthy and worthwhile. It is scary to let go of that. And so it's a battle. But, I mean, your happiness is worth it, isn't it? So at first it's a battle and you fight that battle. And then over time, it becomes less of a fight and just part of your reality. There's nothing wrong with believing you're already good enough. There's nothing wrong with that. I think sometimes we think if we believe that, we're going to stop progressing. But quite the opposite is true. It is so much easier to progress in life if you already love yourself. If you already know you're good enough. It makes it a whole lot more joyful and a whole lot easier Change takes time. It does. And we have to practice being patient with ourselves in those things. Now, I usually 
am not going to be promoting myself on here on this podcast, but I do want to just take one minute and tell you, I have an ebook that's free on my website all about this, about accepting yourself as you are, why it's important, and how to do that physically, mentally, and emotionally. Okay, all you have to do is go over to my website, Soul Spark Movement, click on the little link, put in your email address, and I will send that book to you for free. Okay, it goes into more detail on how you can actually start to change these beliefs about yourself. There is a quote from the Buddha that I just wanted to share before we end today. Okay, just as we can know the ocean because it always tastes of salt. We can recognize enlightenment because it always tastes of freedom. The truth about you and the things that you need to work to believe always feel freeing. All of those things feel like freedom. If you believe something about yourself that makes you feel stuck small, that limits your options, I challenge you to change those beliefs. The truth about you is that you're not stuck, that you're not meant to stay small, and you're not meant to have limited options. You are already good enough, and you already belong. You are limitless. When you can believe things about yourself that give you a feeling of freedom in your entire body, your life's going to change. The truth about you will always feel like freedom. So get your beliefs in line with the truth about who you are. Okay, you guys, that's it. That's my first episode. I am so glad that you joined me today. Hopefully you feel more free just from listening so that you can connect with the things that matter most in your life. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you guys next time.